For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. Welcome to Good News. Angie Austin here, along with Dr. Cheryl Lentz, the academic entrepreneur. Uh, I've got some tips today from uh, experts, Cheryl. Uh, the article I found for us, so one of the things we're going to talk about, uh, 13 entrepreneurs reveal their best business advice. And the first one I totally agree with. And this really fits in with what you're doing right now. Where are you and what are you doing? I am in San Diego. I come out to a conference called Secret Knock. It's the top conference, business conference for entrepreneurs, actually, in um, for according to Forbes Business. And I come out uh, at least once a year. And this is where I find amazing business entrepreneurs, not people who are selling things, because there's oh, no oh. selling at this conference. Oh, these are people who will gladly gladly sit down with you and tell you how they've done it. These are billionaires and millionaires who just come and hang with us for three days and tell us everything they've known, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we learned so much from failure. It was so amazing. And then we had a little treat to be able to look at networking, but these people have become my mentors. And I just picked up two new mentors from the center and amazing things are going to happen as a result of that. So it's cool. Okay. So I have lots of questions about this. How many people go approximately? Um, usually I think we cycle through more than 500 or so throughout Yikes. this conference for three days. Mm -hmm. And then what are some of the like breakout sessions or talks about? Uh, failure is a big one. You know, I like that one. Um, the idea, if you're not failing, you're not trying. Um, the idea of networking, relationships, collaboration, because the best advice, I've said this many times here, it's not what you do, it's who you do it with. And you have mm. to hitch your wagon to people who are on the cutting edge. Innovation and technology were big pieces here. Some of the stuff I had to really pay attention to with things like NFTs and Bitcoin and Web 3.0 and all these new things that are just coming on going, I didn't know about any of it. So, <laughs> All right. So with that said, um, and so no selling, so no one's trying Nope. to sell you candles or their Tupperware or their nope. supplements or oh nope. gosh I can't tell you how many things I've bought and they see this is they know they'll get you because uh, these companies know that your friends will buy from you when they feel pressured and I've had a few exactly. friends say would you please try these new products and they're not saying try them for free they're saying we please try them and then let me know what you think about them and they're just trying to get you to buy and they know your friends are going to like go okay fine uh, no, which it, I, it, I, I have done because you're looking at people like the founder of Priceline, the founder of Constant Contact, the founder of the media. I mean, these are folks that are just moguls in their industry, not small. You know, it's for small business owners, but these are the people who are changing the world. And you've gone and you how just many look times? at them in awe. <laughs> how, you've gone how many times? Nine times. This will be number, it's either nine or ten. So. And do they have these several times a year or just once a year? Sometimes they have different versions of it. Sometimes I'll have a women's secret knock. I've not been to that one yet because, again, getting out to San Diego, it's about a 12 hour deal for me. Yeah, I love up. San Diego. I still oh, I did. It is. I did I news down. I did I news came. down there. I worked for Fox. And so, you know, some of my friends down there. OK, another question. How much does it cost? Um, this one is about fifteen hundred bucks for three days. And, and then you have to pay for your flight, right? 
Right, right. Flight and hotel. And I have friends that I love to come stay with here in San Diego. So it's amazing to try and do all of these relationship building is really what I call it. So I'm trying to balance, you know, and today I took an extra day that I'm going to be, you know, finishing up my work and my school. And then I'm going to go sit out in the kayak with friends and just have a little girl time, you know, you're going to see my friend Renee by any chance. No, she's not out here, but we did a women's conference yesterday morning. I will tell you that. And she was on the conference. So, oh, I love it. I love it. I know Linda's in Texas now, but Renee's down there in Coronado Island, but maybe she's not there right now. Correct. Well, Linda was on the conference as well, too. Uh, It was a women's empowerment conference. We did our seat at the table and then we had 150,000 women around the world that we were part of. It was awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I, um, I love that. I love that you're doing this. And, I, and you say that the uh, financial and time investment is worth it. So with that oh, said, um, you were talking about who to, you know, kind of team up with. And in this article that I found on it's a blog e-network, uh, it, it talks about these 13 entrepreneurs and they reveal their best uh, business advice. And the first one uh is from the founder at Decor- the Decorateur. I'm not familiar with this. This is Ali Ling Wong, but what he said uh, kind of just really matched up with what my husband's going through. Number one, agonize over whether or not you need business partners. If you can afford it, don't have business partners. Now, hear me out here. Nine out of 10 entrepreneurs I know have long-term pain with their partners. The 10th on- th- entrepreneur without the headache is usually the one without a business par- partner. For me, not having a business partner is one less problem. Now, I have to say, in my husband's case, they initially started out with five, and one uh, didn't mention to the other partners that he was leaving the state, and he was going to blow their minds with what he could do, but he was going to do something else. Another one wanted to work from home and run his other company while he dabbled in the new business. And then since COVID, the only person that comes into work Monday through Friday in the entire company is, ta-da, my husband. So with that said... um, um, I that one agonize over it and go with your gut. And if you can do it alone, at least in our experience, I think that's the way that my husband would probably go in his next venture. Ooh, I'm going to disagree with you here. Um, Have you invested a lot of time and money. He's got eight years into a company that went public. No, and I understand his experience far better than me. I don't have a large company like that. I have never been public, but I will tell you the advice from the millionaires and billionaires in the room is very simple. If you want to go faster, go alone. If you want to go further, go with others. Well, I think go with others can be done too without you being equal partners in the business. And that's what I do. I have a lot of media partners, media relationships, contractors, JV, you know, joint ventures. See, that's different. I agree with you there. That's I agree with you there. That's that's you do need help. It's just are they going to claim that they're equal partners but not necessarily give the equal amount of work? Well, we know, I mean, any partnership, including a marriage, it gets more difficult when you're looking at the fact that the human factor and people don't always meet expectations. I've known fabulous business relationships that have been amazing and others that have sucked, like you've said. And I don't well, not, have a current business partner right now, but I'm kind of looking for it because two heads are always better than one. So it's Cheryl, you, you are like my husband. You don't stop. 
No. I mean, the man doesn't stop. He brought, I don't know if you saw the pictures I posted on Facebook, but we're in this like estate. We just got blessed by the owners of this phenomenal, I mean, it's it's a mega mansion. You know, it was just unbelievable. Water on three sides, a sauna, um, a steam room, our private pool, six bedrooms, marble floors, uh, Murano glass chandeliers, It was a, a grand piano. It was mind-blowing. And I've never stayed in a home like that. So we're in this house that, you know, we, we usually stay in the guest house. And they said, oh, well, go ahead and just stay in the main house. We won't be there. And we're like, okay. And so with that said, um, three docks for boats, by the way. And the, their yachts are there. It's like ridiculous. Like I've never in my life stayed in a home like that. Okay. With that said, my husband sets up right smack dab in the two-story marble um, living room with two-story glass windows looking out at the ocean and sets up his office. Oh, and now you, I'm about to have my office on a kayak out here in Coronado Island, so I get that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he um, he doesn't stop. So he's just like you. All right. Um, let's look at some of these others. Um, this is advice from entrepreneurs, their best advice. Number three, I'm going to jump ahead. This is founder and CEO at IC Bellagio. Uh, this says, listen to your gut. Even if every single person in the room believes otherwise, and that room is filled with people who you believe are more experienced, more intelligent, more prepared, you've got to do what your instincts tell you. Listen to the point of view of others, but then ultimately after getting in all of this information, go with your gut. It'll never fail you. And the reason I kind of go with this, I do think you have to take in the expert's info, but if if your gut or intuition tells you it won't work, it probably isn't going to because that's what you believe. Well, and that's it. This is my albatross right now. And I have a new mentor who's working with me who said, Cheryl, it's the same thing. He goes, when you trust yourself, you're right. And I have been because there have been several situations recently, uh, personally and professionally, that I'm like, man, if I would have the self-confidence because it's that intuition, it's that it factor, it's that what you have learned. And when we go with it and go with the flow and trust ourselves, it's amazing. I'm not 20 anymore. I am an accomplished business owner. And yet I still have that. Yeah, I don't know. And there's people are more when I second guess myself it bites me so I have to really stand in my power own my experience and if I fail fine then I can throw you know try something else but I really need that point in there to be able to stand in my confidence and believe that I know what's best for me and have confidence and conviction in doing that and I'm working on it well I don't know um I I, I I, I feel that this particular, I do know that this is a Dr. Cheryl Lentz tip as well. <laughs> and I don't know, this is what I was going to say, that I'm as good at doing this as you are. Kind of, okay, I'm going to say 50-50. Um, number five, this is a best advice from successful entrepreneurs, and I, I'll call this the, the Dr. Cheryl Lentz tip. <laughs> you are very organized, and this says, do the most important thing at the start of the day. And I'm saying I might do that because I generally do a lot of my recording and interviews at the start of the day and get my kids off to school and maybe make a few scrambled eggs for them and then spend some time with grand grand my mom spend the first two hours of your work day doing what's the most important thing or things so if you did nothing else you'd be you know pretty fairly satisfied but I know you you work your way down that list all day long I do with one minor exception that I have learned if there's going to be a monkey on my back I need to do that monkey first um, if I, and I'm not a procrastinator, 
But I'm telling you, it's not just the most important thing, but the most stressful thing. Because if I'm going to sit and wait till five o'clock of going, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I just try and do it first thing in the morning, rip the bandaid off, get it over with. You're not going to like everything you do all the time. You just got to suck it up buttercup and get it through. Then I will go in order of priority because I have some things that I have to do. I'm working all morning and it's gorgeous outside, but I've got to get the stuff done minimally in there. And anything more is a bonus. And if I don't, I'll get it done at the airport tomorrow. But I do work with that. But if there's a procrastination thing, I got to get that one done first or I'm like squirrely all day long. I'm telling you, there's so many great tips in here. We're going to have to tackle more of this next week. So we've got to remind each other. I'll put a reminder in my calendar, which I'm fanatical about doing. And I've tried to teach my kids to do that, by the way. And my husband forgot something the other day. And my son said to me, he should have put it in his calendar. (laughs) Well, and that's it. I don't trust my memory. I don't know if it's age or not. And that's been the hard part. I write everything down. I don't like my phone because sometimes my phone gets squirrely, but I'm a visceral writer it down and when you write it down you imprint it and you wire it in your brain but i still use pen and paper when it comes to my time management schedule a dollar at the dollar store every year guys is nothing fancy you know i'm telling you i don't do that anymore but i'm kind of turning back semi turning back to that because it's so easy to put it into your phone but when you see it in front of you it's so much easier to organize your day and also you can like you can see like oh wait in six days i have this due i've got to get on that so okay my last one cheryl that i want to tell you this is the chief operating and Product officer at Mogul, Jamie Skella. This I cannot agree with anymore. Uh, skills can be learned, values cannot. I didn't have the luxury, Jamie says, of mentors at my disposal as a young entrepreneur, so most of the business advice I garnered was from afar, uh, as I closely watched those succeeding on the global stage, as well as those making mistakes. One of the earliest meaningful pieces of advice I remember paying attention to was Richard Branson's Quote, most skills can be learned, but it's difficult to train people on their personality. In other words, if they don't have good values when you hire them, they're probably not going to have good values when you fire them. That one, I will actually agree with that one because I've seen a lot of this, particularly as an ethics professor, I can take a horse to water. I can't make them drink. The best I can do is make them thirsty. And if they don't have the foundation, it is my job as an educator to try and introduce them to ideas they might consider, but I can't make them do anything. And as a business owner, I can teach you skills. I can teach you to write. I can teach you to go to the moon if that's the case, but I can't teach you whether to lie, cheat, or steal. I can't teach mindset because you're either going to be an integrity person you're going to be a value and a virtuous and you're always going to be of service to others you can modify things but you really got to be careful that most people and we say this in marriage all the time right or in dating all the time you can't change anybody and so when people go into that relationship thinking you're going to change them the answer particularly at this age is not true so you have to decide can you accept them as they are all right out of time your website drsherylentz.com all right talk to you next week thank you When disaster strikes, look to the helpers. Look to Ark Thrift again, one of the first on the scene to help those affected by the Marshall fires. Just as they did with the floods and COVID, they are again providing critical relief to the communities they serve. Many communities suffer from the bystander effect when struck by tragedy, when people tend to watch as others suffer, passive and unwilling to step in. We are lucky to have ARC Thrift in our local communities to step up and help where others don't. As a listener, you too can step up. Support their mission by shopping in their stores and by donating to the relief fund at arcthrift.com. 
putting the pieces back together is a long-haul effort. Relief efforts for the Marshall fires are needed on an ongoing basis. Again, don't hesitate to visit the Arc Thrift website to gift a donation and help give back to your local community. The website is arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Flagler is tuned to the mighty 670 KLT Denver. Hi, friend. Angie Austin here. Well, I hope you're enjoying the uh, Good News reboot, a little shorter version of the Good News, but we've been keeping it going now for about 10 years. And if you ever want to team up with the show, or you'd like to advertise your business, your nonprofit, you can get in touch with me at AngieAustin.org. And we're going to talk a little bit about weekends and how to make them a little more relaxing. You know, maybe uh, getting away for an entire vacation isn't really an option for you right now. I know for me, um, it's kind of like a hot hobby, I guess, of mine, like finding good deals, uh, researching great locations, uh, researching, you know, rental homes and options for tickets and saving up, you know, points to, you know, maybe get free tickets. And I, I spend a lot of time on that research. And I think to myself, you know, it's kind of like almost like my moonlighting job or my second job, you know, finding great deals to take fun vacations where I hope that my kids will develop great memories because I've told you before that I want to give my kids and I have been giving them the childhood that I definitely didn't have. And so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that everybody has the time to do that, but planning a weekend vacation getaway can really leave you a lot more relaxed, you know, as you head into your work week. And, you know, it's a great way, too, for many of us who are working at home now, you know, post-COVID, a lot of people have decided to stay home or businesses have gotten rid of some of their office space and they're finding that it's more beneficial to both the worker, the employee and the business to keep people remote. And so to get out and get into the world a little. You know, I always talk about going to YMCA the Rockies. In fact, we're planning that in May because they have so many activities to do up there. And I like to get the cabin and then you can, oh gosh, we, we, we do everything. We do the archery. We do the rock climbing. We do the um, zip lining, swimming in the pool. You can go horseback riding um, or the roller skating. So all of that. And believe me, when I come back, I feel like I've definitely been on vacation, even if it's only just a weekend, you know, even if we just stay Saturday night. So if you are running around with a chicken, like a chicken with your head cut off, going from event to event and game to game, uh, maybe we both need to talk to Arlene Pellicane, one of my favorite authors and speakers, about her book, Parents Rising. She found an article in the Wall Street Journal about turning your weekends into mini vacations. Sounds great, Arlene. That's yes. Really good. Doesn't that sound so nice? And the idea of parents rising and to say, you know what, if your weekend is not refreshing for you and your children, you can rise up and do something about it. And the idea here is that they did this uh, uh, research at UCLA with a th about a thousand full-time workers, seeing if they would be more refreshed on Monday morning, you know, than Friday afternoon. And what they were finding is like, hey, our workers are just as stressed and troubled on Monday morning <laughs> as they are on Friday afternoon. That's you hilarious. Know, what's, is that funny? What's up? And what was funny is their biggest finding was the people that were focused 
focused on enjoying the moments of the weekend, that they were the ones that reported the highest level of happiness and less stress. So it would be the idea of little things that they perceived that their weekend was a little vacation. So they might wake up, they might have like a little thing they do that's different, that they wake up late on Saturday, have a leisurely breakfast, have sourdough bread and a poached egg and do it really slow. That might be something. One person loved to hike. So every weekend, regardless of what was happening, he and his wife would get in the car and just start driving an hour towards this favorite place. And then every week they do it and they pretend it was like a little vacation. And maybe it just takes a few hours, but they're pretending like, hey, it's the weekend. We're on vacation. And so they found that those who could transform that weekend into a little mini vacation, whether that meant, hey, we're going to watch a movie and do popcorn together as a family and have a special dinner, or we're going to take a picnic outside or, you know, it didn't have to be this huge, like, Hey, we left for eight hours. It didn't have to be like that. But this little mini vacation that they reported getting their weekend back, like, Hey, this is a weekend again. So I thought that was so interesting. And you know, it's a lot easier than you think. It just takes some planning. And that's what one of my friends said to me. She goes, you always have these little adventures. I said, yeah, it's, I, I have fun planning them and researching them. And uh, she said, um, it just, it's the time. It takes so much time. And she said, and then figuring out my husband's schedule. Well, my husband's schedule is so tight that sometimes I'll just, I'll say to him, hey, I'm going to take the kids, blah, blah, blah. And on right. a weekend, he normally does go with us because he makes you know, even though he does still go into the office on weekends, he does make time for us. And the only free time he has, he spends with us. And right. so I love the idea when you mentioned the hiking. We live real close to the mountains in Colorado. Yeah. And so that is a fun one to take the whole family up and do a mini hike or I'll find a family hike, although they're getting stronger than I am. So now I know I'll find like a, you know, <laughs> older mom hike. I'm totally at that stage also. <laughs> they're stronger than I am. It used to be I had to find an easy hike for them, and now I have I to find an easy hike for me. For, That's for so me. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you know, so many times we have to do chores, right? It's yes. not just like, oh, let's do hiking and have fun. It's like, it's the weekend. We've got laundry and our house is filthy and we've got all these bills and whatever. So another thing the article said that I liked was it talked about confine your chores to a half day. So like instead of like sprinkling them all the way through your weekend and be like, okay, let's get this done. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. And then it's like, okay, at least I have all day Sunday or all day Sunday in the evening on Saturday to relax that you've done your thing. So try to get your stuff done as much as possible in a allotted period of time. And then they even talked about, you know, cranking up the dance music and cleaning the house with whoever lives in your house with you and make it more fun and more play-like. And we, we totally do that. We'll be like, let's, we, this last weekend, actually, just because I read this article, I was with my two girls and we all took turns like picking a song so it'd be like okay it's your turn for the song and then we're all cleaning downstairs together so you know you just try to do what you need to do but make it as fun and relaxing as possible I love the idea because we do chores every weekend and I have to tell you like bodies are thrown to the ground not by us they throw their own bodies to the ground yeah gravity (laughs) yes yes they will throw their body to the ground even my 13 year olds I'm like dude really like you you can't be doing this like you're a teenager now in middle school you can't throw your body to the ground and make like wounded animal noises about loading the dishwasher like that's weird it's super weird so we we make them you know clean and but the idea of the music because hope did
did ask for music this weekend and I took my Mac down and turned on music in her room. But then my husband turned on like old, um, old music from like, I guess his high school era or whatever it was like, um, you know, ice, ice, baby, vanilla ice. And (laughs) my son was transfixed by it. He couldn't Uh. get his eyes off the screen and we had to turn it off because it distracted him from cleaning. But (gasps) if we could play music without the video being up, maybe we could get my, um, my son to actually exactly yeah it was <laughs> open that just get that open up that new tab on top of that so we can't see it <laughs> that's, that's so a funny. good idea that's a good idea that's yeah, hilarious loud music in the background i think that we could try to make chore day like fun chore totally day. i'm gonna yeah, try yeah, yeah. next weekend i think it's good i think he'll like that <laughs> i think they all will it'll make it yeah. a more fun atmosphere instead of it being like so painful like it's punishment and i always say like hey you bring friends over like we don't want to be embarrassed because one kid did say i don't like it if they've kind of trash the place and then they bring friends over and mm-hmm. so my daughter said that oh you're not gonna you're not gonna like this arlene and i didn't <laughs> like it either i don't want this kid over again um he <laughs> said um i don't know we're talking about each other's houses and they have a lot of fun at ours because we have like one of those basketball games that you um oh yeah it, it like i know bars. exactly what you're talking about yeah and it counts and they compete against each other and then we've got scooters down there that you sit on and you use your hands to make a move so they can race in a circle in the basement and a big screen tv and then you know other little games for them to play and then we have a trampoline and a swing in the back right out right out that little deck you're so, definitely the fun house yeah that, we're the fun that house. is fun so yeah he, then he says to my daughter something about well at least my house is clean it's so mean <laughs> because the basement's kind of messy i got boxes and storage and whatever so i thought i said to the kids i go we don't want that we don't first of all that kid he can get lost and sure certainly, <laughs> Frankly, we don't want to be embarrassed when our friends come over. So we'll, yeah. I, we we have to do this. It's part of life. And you're bad parents if you don't teach your kids how to clean. And, you know, I'm not sure. an, I don't get an A in that department, but I'm trying. And you also yes. have an, another suggestion here that involves social media. What's That's this right. about? That's an important one. So if you're going to enjoy your weekend and savor the moments, that means, hey, let's not stare at our phones all weekend because that's not refreshing at all. So it might mean, you know what, we're going to take a break from social media. You know, I post on Instagram every day, Monday through Friday, but I don't do it on Saturday and Sunday. And that's my little break. So you can do that. So just say, hey, no social media for the weekend. And I think you'll find that you'll be so much more present in the moment with the people you love because you're not thinking about, oh, how can I post this really nice? You're not thinking that way. You're just thinking about who you're with. So take a break from social media and have your children and teenagers challenge them to do the same. Well, you um, and your kids don't have phones and my kids, they're apps are turned off so they can't do much on them anymore yeah and then um, I just want to I want to help you out here and I don't mean to call you out on this because the cool kids call Instagram insta insta oh yeah so yeah so insta so I'm out of insta see I am not a cool kid <laughs> me either my son calls it insta because you're know, struggling just, on the hike we're not a cool kid anymore <laughs> the, 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 exactly we're struggling on the hike we're definitely not the cool kid anymore my son was telling me about uh, this gal she's a college student and uh, 22 and she was climbing up the top of a bell tower at her university uh, in order to get a better view of New York City for her Instagram and she fell 
and died. And oh he my said, goodness. Mom, you wouldn't believe what kids will do to oh. get a good Insta picture. He said that oh. they'll, you know, climb up somewhere to show their shoes and they're doing dangerous things. So that, that's why that discussion came up about Insta because of his sad, yes. sad story. But I do yeah. agree with even if you don't do social media, which my husband doesn't do, then at least you know, put your phone down, focus on your kids, look mm-hmm. them in the eyes when they walk in the room. Right. Absolutely. That's so important. That'll turn your weekend into something that is more special and rewarding. So just even by doing those few things, limiting your social media, putting your phone away, taking a walk without your phone, all those things are really good. You mentioned to guard your calendar from too many activities. So use that word that some of us women have a hard time using. No, I can't do that because I'm busy. I get asked to MC and take part in things all the time. And believe me, there'll be a time when I can do it again. But going to my son's baseball time, a game is more important than uh, going to speak at some event, which is a great sure. charity endeavor, or, you yes. know, a, a charity use of my time. But right now, my ministry is, is him and, you know, my other right. kids, my family. Yeah. So the time will come, right? It will come. So, you know, guard that time for the people that you love. And if you have little kids in the house, be with them because the moment will come and you'll be like, they're not here anymore. And you yeah. want to you want to make sure you spent the weekends together and then say yes to all those events. All right, Arlene, where do we find you? ArlenePelican.com. I have to ask you, too. Do you have any uh, books you're working on now? Is there a next book that's coming? You know, I am working on a webinar with some friends who are at the Bible Bells. Bible Bells is what they do is they have all these children's books for girls and they are expanding their ministry to something called Truth Becomes Her. And it's pretty cool. So basically wanting to resource moms for their daughters. And I'm working on a webinar with her uh, that will probably come out in the fall about technology and your girl. So that's been a fun project. Technology and your girl, because a lot of those pictures we were just talking about the Insta pictures um, are like girls smiling at the camera showing their booty. And so I, I always, um, my son does the pose and I said, see that pose right there, girls? Yeah. None of us in the family are doing that. I'm like, including you, Riley, to my son. We don't, we don't do this pose. <laughs> we don't do that pose. <laughs> Thank you, Arlene. Thanks so much, Angie. It's not our pose. <laughs> Oh, always great to talk to Arlene Pelican. And again, if you need to reach out to me, you can find me at AngieAustin.org. That's where we have our podcasts. And you can also reach out to me if you'd like to advertise with the show. We have very reasonable rates and I'll do interviews with you and we'll make it really fun. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.